You are listening to the Run Duo Podcast, a program to entertain and to inform. Forerunners by runners. Now here are your hosts, India Cook and Tommy Mitchell. And it's the Run Duo, episode eight. I'm Tommy Mitchell. And I am India Cook. And we're back at you after a two-week absence. Um, we're back uh, to talk a little bit about running. How you doing, India? I'm doing good. Now, now this week, no guests. We the guests this we week. The guests. We the guests. We gonna talk about ourselves this right. week. <laughs> Not just us. Other good stuff too. I know y'all don't want to hear just about us, but they, they want to hear about me. They want to hear about me. They do. They want to hear about me. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know. Y'all let us know. That's really what y'all want. We can give you. That's more time. that's what all the emails are about. <laughs> um. So India, how yes. how's marathon training it's, going? It's going good, actually. I think. You know what, Tommy? I think I'm in a different mindset because I've done it before. So I know what it is. I know the increase of miles, what it's going to be. I'm tired, though. I'm not going to lie. I'm tired. You're supposed to be tired. It's marathon training. I know, but I'm tired. So, like, the other day I came back home from work and I was just like, I'm just tired. Like, I don't feel like it. I don't want to. Um, I'm tired, but it's going well. This week I have a half marathon on deck. Half marathon? What you running? No, I'm, I'm doing. I have 13. Oh, you're gonna your training, training schedule. schedule. Yeah. Okay, I so got my you. Training schedule. I have 13.1, so I will be doing that and knocking it out. So we'll see. We'll see. I'm excited about it. I think I'm gonna actually take it to the roads instead of the trail this time. What? So what's the longest run you've done so far? Uh, 12. Oh, okay. So it's only another mile. Right. It's just another. Mile. You you've already done 12. I know. I know. I know. But you good? I know. It's old hat. It's still. You know, it's still thirteen miles. <laughs> and now I'm so, um, gonna get up early. Yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get up early, and I'm gonna try to take it to the streets instead of going to Silver Comet and running on the trail. Okay, so like Silver Comet. So when you run on Silver Comet, you mm-hmm. don't have a lot of options as far as drinking, like water, that right. kind of thing. So usually, what I do, I do run with my handheld um, container, which is sixteen ounces. Um, 16 ounces and usually I do either water but I found that I probably need to do I use my noon I'm gonna do that the noon instead of water um, which is electrolyte since since there's so much heat outside um, so I have 16 ounces of that and I usually start at the at mile 0.0 which is Marvel Marvel Road start is that the one everybody starts at or, yeah, or? everybody I think a lot of people still go up to the bike depot Okay, you started at the beginning. I started at the beginning. But okay. the reason why I started at the beginning is not only because that's just kind of what I've been doing for for the last couple of years, but I also started at the beginning because by the time you get to the bike depot, you're about four-ish miles in. Mm-hmm. So I can refuel if I need to, take whatever I need to, pass it, and then double back, if that makes any sense. Like, not double back, but I have a station to refuel at. To, whereas, to refuel. Gotcha. I mean, you can start at the bike depot, and I think there is... I, well, let me say this. I know last year when I did my 20-miler, I think closer to mile 10, I believe there was there was like a water fountain or something out there. But mm-hmm. my thing is when I get to mile 4-ish, if I need to refill with Powerade or something like that, I can stop. I always bring cash or something like that. I can stop at that gas station and get anything that I need. So now if you're going to do it on the road, is that what you do? You just bring money with you mm-hmm. so that you can stop, grab Gatorade, yeah, that kind of like stuff? Yeah, like I'll just stop at a gas station or something. That's what I did. I did a 9-miler um, a couple weeks ago, and I, I just took, my, took it down before highway, down and back. And I just stopped at the gas station and got what I needed. So refueled and 
do whatever I need to do. I mean, obviously you don't stop in races, but I mean these are training runs, so you got you still got to refuel. Yeah, you you definitely because in a race, of course, they're gonna have fuel along right. The you're gonna pull over and get whatever you need, or you might still you know slow down your pace or whatever. But yeah, I'll do that. Because the thing about it is, I don't like carrying, you, you know, you see people with camelbacks, you see yeah. people with the bottles on the side. Yeah. With the, like, I just, to me, that's extra weight. Wait, I got enough weight. Yeah, I'm not, because I, I, I've i seen people with the camelback, and you're right, in the beginning, it is a lot of water on you. Because I, I, I used to uh, have a friend, well, I, I still have a friend, they're not gone. Okay. Um, I have a friend. I still like the <laughs> Yeah, I have a friend, you know, that's what all the emails are about, oh, okay. all my friends trying okay. to leave me. Gotcha. Um, But I have a friend, she runs triathlons, and yeah. she bought one. Uh-huh. And that's what she said. She said, it's really heavy in the beginning, but by like halfway through, yeah. you've sucked all the water out. So, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. But I, I've never been one to carry a lot of yeah, stuff. I don't like stuff on me. And I'm very good at stopping mm-hmm. and just grabbing something. I mean, I had to get used to the handheld thing. I think you turned me on to that and like freezing it the night before. So I freeze it, mm-hmm. whatever I'm using, I put it in there, freeze it the night before. So it's rock hard. Okay. Um, And then... Because of the heat, like by the time you put it on your hand, your hand's kind of warming it up. A yeah, little bit. it's it, gonna it be. It starts to soften, but at the same time, it's still it's not like a hot drink that you're running with. So yeah. you're still getting something that's refreshing. And by the time you get to three, four miles, it's, yeah, it's no longer solid. So um, because of the heat outside, so that's what I do. Now, what uh, what do you? You said you're gonna use none. Is that what just noon? Mm-hmm. You're gonna use that? Yes. You don't mess with the Gatorade. So I'm trying to pull away from Powerade. You know, I don't do no Gatorade. I'm trying to pull away from Powerade um, just because of the sugar levels that are in it. Um, so I'm just trying to switch over to something else. I've enjoyed the noon. It actually has like a, a carbonated taste to it. So that's kind of Yeah, because of the, you, you yeah, kind of yeah. dropping it's it. It's like a. Like antacids almost. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, so I'm going to try to use that on my run for this week and see how I like it. Well, I purchased um, a bottle of the sugar-free okay. um, Gatorade. I haven't tried it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to check that out. I mean, I think I need sugar mm-hmm. on the runs. Yeah. Um, especially a long run. It definitely makes a difference for me. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to try this low sugar or no sugar. Because I've always ran, done the low sugar. Right. Now I'm going to try this no sugar okay. Gatorade to now, see. Now, I don't think that noon is sugarless. Yeah. But it just has less. So I don't think that it's completely doesn't have sugar at all. It's just it's not as much. Gotcha. So yeah, so I'm totally down for that. Well, good luck on your. I know. Run. I'm excited. Well, I spent last week in paradise. Yes, you yeah. were. Yeah. Y'all Had got a, a good little darker, time. got a little tan. So <laughs> even in paradise, yeah. marathon trainer got to keep going because I know we had talked about it and I said I was gonna yes, we go on the treadmill. Seven. Yep. Yeah. So how did that go, Tommy? Well, I, honestly, I was heading to the treadmill. Um, of course, I was there with my girlfriend Heather, who's mm-hmm. also a marathoner. Yeah. Heather was like, "I want to run on the street." Right. Now, let me tell you something. But you had, you had already talked about how I wasn't safe out in the street. Man, I look. I don't go to other countries just run. <laughs> She talking about she's talking about just I'm gonna go because we like we walk because where the treadmill was you had to cross the street from the main entrance of the resort we were at couples swept away in the grill okay so you had to walk across the street yeah but as we're walking out little security guy guy she asked him well is there a running route and he's like yeah there's a you can run this path all the way into the town he said it's like seven miles and the town, she's like we can well, do there that we go. there we go I can see her I was like. <laughs> And he was like, and then like after we said we're gonna do it, he's like, hold on, what's your room number, just in case you don't come. Right, just in case you don't come. I'm like, I was like, Heather, do you understand why he's taking the room number? Yeah. 
But anyway. Yeah, but you couldn't let her go alone, obviously. Well, right? no, I couldn't because, yeah. I mean, no, I'm not letting her go by herself because, right. first off, I ain't making that call to her mama. Right? Yeah. True. She went running on her own and she never yeah, came back. We're just, you know, in Jamaica. <laughs> I don't know where she is. Don't know where she is. <laughs> but anyway, but, so the first day we ran together, uh-huh. hot as hell. Yes. Up in that what camp. What time did y'all go? It was the sun was up. Sun up in the sky. It was hot. I mean, it was early in the morning because it, it was before eight. I know that. It was still early, but okay. it was hot. And I yeah. think the first day we only ran like four miles. I but think. the heat out there is different, though. Well, I see why there's no long distance runners in Jamaica. Clearly. Because when you're going to train for a marathon in Jamaica, it's mm-hmm. too freaking hot. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, the first day we ran a lot of state. A lot of people like, what are y'all doing? Right. Like, you, you look ridiculous. Right. <laughs> so. <laughs> Like, we y'all did it. Yeah, it was exactly. Like, like what's, what's coming? What's coming? <laughs> so we um, so we did the first day. Good. It was hot. Da, da, da. The right. next day, Heather didn't run. I was running. Okay. I ended up running five miles. Um, and I I went ahead and, and did, did the, the trail. trail. And it, you got, one of them got bold. One of the main main reason I did it also. I have a another friend who's well. She's one of my friend's wives. Mm-hmm. She used to live in the grill. She okay. worked at one of the resorts. Okay. And when I posted the first day, mm-hmm. she was like, I used to run that all the time before okay. work. So exactly. that made me feel yeah. That made me feel better about yes. it. And I ran into a family, a Jamaican oh. family, the whole family. They're all right. dad, mom, son, daughter. All out running. running. That's so cute. Only one of them had running shoes on. Everybody else, <laughs> everybody else kicking Air Jordans, but they yes. running. They was feet was hurting when they got done. I can't. Now, how far they were running, I couldn't. You know, they probably they weren't running that far. Running. Yeah. Dad had on some, like, what we would call fashion Nikes. Like, okay. we would never run the in them. Nikes. Yeah, like, we would never run in them. Yes. But he had some of those on. And then okay. the kids, like, I think the daughter might have had some skips on. And oh, the son God. had Jordans. I, and I really didn't even look at the mom. I didn't want to stare. Okay. But, you know, he's like, you know, hey, <laughs> you know, like, like, hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. Because I, like, ran. I, they were running the same direction. Okay. I kind of, on my way back, I ran past them. Right. Um, but it was it was beautiful. Honestly, I, I really enjoyed out there running. Sure. It really gave me a lot of, like, oh, I'm really yeah, enjoying this. Yeah. <laughs> and the last day we ran, the last day we actually saw non-Jamaican people out okay. running. Like, we saw a couple of people that we assumed were Americans right. or from a, not from Jamaica right. that were out running as well. Okay. So, it was pretty cool, you know, to get your run on. So, if you go to the grill... Um, if you're at any of, cause the, 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 the route that we run mm-hmm. runs through all the resorts. Okay. So if you're at any of the resorts, you can the get path, on that Yeah. Okay. Of course, still as women, I would not recommend you run by oh, yourself, right. but it's definitely, uh, uh, a nice little run. And actually I was surprised it was really flat because mm-hmm. the grill is like behind a mountainous area. Right. And it was really flat until I ran on my day. We just hadn't run far enough. Because mm. I ran and I did hit the hill. And then you yeah, hit yeah. And then I hit the hill. Oh, it is a hill. <laughs> there you go. But I was mad because I should have. I wish I would have done a longer run okay. because we went out on the um, mm-hmm. and on the boat. The um, and I, I don't know if this guy likes being called this. They call him Reggae John. He works okay. on the catamaran. Okay. And they call him Reggae Rasta John because he has John. yeah. He has lots. Of and them. I'm just like. Do you really like being called Rasta like John? Him? Exactly. I mean, but anyway, so they called him Rasta John, but, you know, he was pointing stuff out. I was like, yeah, I ran up here. And he was like, oh, you went past the turnip because there's a little turnabout that I turned around at. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, see, if, he was like, if you would have kept going, you would have been right there where you're like running right along the edge, oh, right next to the water. And I was like, dang, I should have been a longer run. But anyway, but. Yes. 
besides running, we had a great time in the grill. I, you, you know, got your miles in on vacation. Got my miles in on, on vacation. Exactly, exactly. Staying on track, and then I got home, and then I got a cold. So <laughs> it seems like that always happens. I don't know if it's like the airports and all that stuff, just all the all of the germs that are in the air and change of environment. Yeah, yeah, it definitely was. It was one thing I had. Have you been in Jamaica before? I have not. That's okay, one place I have not been to. Let me tell you something. People in Jam- people stereotype Jamaicans. Mm-hmm. You know, Yaman and all. Mm-hmm. It's not a stereotype. That's actually mm-hmm. they say Yam. They say yeah, Americans. Right. We see it like on you know Irie and all mm-hmm. that. But that's exactly how that's, how, that's how they talk. So I really enjoyed it. They're really I forgot because I've been to Jamaica before. I've spent time mm-hmm. there before, but it, I'd forgotten how laid back mm-hmm. Jamaicans are because. We were going to take an excursion. Okay. Um, like you could, they had a little bus that would take somewhere. So we went and talked to the lady about it. And, you know, Heather's very, well, let me write this down. I'm let me sure write this down. Let me write this down. Yeah. The lady's like, just come down. Just, come just we'll if you want to come, just five o'clock or so. Just, <laughs> or so. Just, just come down. <laughs> and Heather's like, what? Okay, great. Exactly. We'll be here. <laughs> we'll be here. And she comes to stand there when it hits. 4.59, 59. Well, exactly. They stand by the club. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, we, we, we had a wonderful time. That's good. So what do you do? Like, so what's your longest miles right now that you've been running in your training? Eight. Okay. Yeah, so I'm, I'm still. Yeah, I know, like, eight to non-runners might sound like a lot. But to marathon people, they're like, oh, you just at eight. Oh, yeah. you just oh, you just getting into it. You know it. what's so funny? I have to be cognizant of that because sometimes, like, at work, people will ask me. They'll mm-hmm. say, you know, oh, how many miles do you have? And I'm like, oh, just three or just four or just five. And they're yeah. like, just. I can't even run a mile. <laughs> and I'm just like, I get it. I was there at one point. Do you? I know we're getting off what we about to talk about. Yes. But do okay. you correct non-runners like if they go oh you ran a marathon what's that 10 miles oh i correct like crazy it (laughs) bothers me because i'm like respect the marathon because i tell people like yes i correct (laughs) i was about to say something you be cussing people out don't you (laughs) look you little i'm just like listen like and i try to educate them on what it is like this is not like a 5k is three 0.1 0.1 mile like a marathon is a marathon which means 26.2 and then i hate when they be like oh 26 miles no 26.2 don't forget that point two. 0.2 is what be kicking you behind but this is this is the thing i've decided because i i, I don't forgot where because at work anytime mm-hmm. i go to an I'm, I'm, i get added to a new team or yeah. whatever mm-hmm. of course they go you know i mean running's a big part of my life I really don't talk about it anymore. Okay. You know, I don't try to make that all, you know, oh, Tommy, the run guy. Because mm-hmm. I have one, uh, my section manager, that's all she ever, she comes by when you're running another marathon. Mm-hmm. Do you know nothing else about me, my work ethic, how right. well I do with my job? You know, no, no, <laughs> got away from it. Mm-hmm. But when I do talk about it, and I'll say, yeah, I've run, you know, a few marathons. Right. And, and you know, they don't, I only think runners can give you the respect you deserve for a marathon. Because people who don't run don't, even if you tell them it's 26 miles, yeah, that sounds like a really long way. But unless you've ever actually been out there, Mm-mm. if you've never run a marathon, you don't understand what it's about to do to your body. No. Because, you you know, you know uh, how many people do predictions about what they're going to do in their first marathon? Listen, and they hit that, that, they, <laughs> they hit that mile. Yes. <laughs> and it's like, womp, womp, womp. Yes, yeah. Exactly. Happen. So or I've got. Some people it does. But. Yeah. I, I just feel like I just have, I just have given up. I correct people for sure. 
I do correct people, but just also for education, because I don't want people out there saying silly stuff like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go run a marathon in the morning and they're going to run a 5K. I don't want people to be looking <laughs> silly and doing that. But the other piece of it is respect the marathon, respect the distance. Um, I do have some people that I've you know, been recently talking to, and I'm like, yeah, I got 13 this week. And they're like, wow. You know what I mean? They're like really surprised yeah. on how many miles. I'm like, yeah. So I guess for me, not only not uh, correcting people to educate them, but also being careful when I am talking to non-runners and not minimizing the amount of miles that I can do. So that's something that's really big. Speaking of work, (laughs) so we have this challenge going on. It's supposed to be, of course, I work at a psychiatric hospital. Mm -hmm. So we have, you know, they try to do team building, more building morale type situation at the hospital. And of course there's hundreds of staff, Mm -hmm. Um, but they kind of, they, they, they sign, they make you just not make you, but they have you to sign up for what they call a battle. Right. And so they have these different teams of different things that you can do. So the other day I'm walking down the hallway and one of the team captains, he goes, Hey India. And I'm like, because he, he doesn't, I mean, he always speaks to me, but like uh-huh. conversation wise, we never had a conversation. Yeah. So he goes, Hey India. He was like, You run? And I look, I did that look. <laughs> I mean, I looked at him like, Uh, yes. A little. A little bit, right. A little bit. And so he goes, Oh, okay, because I want to put you on my team. So supposedly there's a battle with running a lap around the hospital, like around the out, outside of the mm. hospital. And you race against people and then you pass it off and like do other things. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. I am not doing that. Because I think it's like three three laps around the hospital is a mile. And I'm like, if I do one mile and one lap, I, but then I told the guy, I said, is it, is it gender specific? Because if I'm running out here against some of the guys that I know that work here. Okay. I'm like, yeah. I'm like a snail. I am not going to embarrass <laughs> myself like that. Because, you know, like I'm not speedy. I mean, I have the endurance, but I'm not speedy, but I'm not going to get out here and embarrass myself. And then I'm in the middle of marathon training, so I don't want to yeah, like mess yeah. nothing up trying to sprint, you know, a quarter mile around this hospital, and then I mess something up. No, this is what you do. <laughs> you go, how far is it? You're right. Like, oh, it's, it's lap. Oh, I'm a distance I'm runner. A distance yeah, exactly. Hit him with. Yeah. I'm a distance runner. <laughs> That's exactly what I should have said. <laughs> and one of my friends was like, "You should just told him I'm in the I'm in the miss marathon training. I'm not gonna jeopardize yeah, anything can't, because of my marathon. I can't I can't risk injuring myself I was like, before who told my marathon." This man? Who told this man that I run? So now he's going to be on my case every time I see him about running on his team. I'm like, I'm not doing that. I told him to put me on dodgeball. I got you. Dodgeball. I got you. All I got to do is move out of the way of the ball and throw a ball. That's all I got to go. I can do that. All right, so let's let's get back to what you were what you were actually asking me before I took us off on this tirade. Yes, on this tirade. So recovery. What do you do for recovery? You know what? Honestly, like between stretching and stuff like that, do you recover? What you do? I take a shower. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Let me tell you, when I my first marathon, uh-huh. I was living like a runner. I was living like Kipchoge. Yeah, I that's was, when. I, yeah, I was. Well, not the first one. I remember one year. I was um, definitely, you know, living like that. Mm-hmm. You know, we're doing all the recovery. It's just been hard to get back into that life. Yeah. But yeah, when I am doing it, yes, I I have a, a little roller. I don't do the big roller. I have like a small handheld small one, one. Mm-hmm. that I do. Uh, yeah, that I do for myself. And then I don't do yoga. I just I don't have the patience. Okay. But I will, you know, stretch and, and things. I, I, I just, just had to, I just laugh. I can imagine <laughs> you trying to do yoga. Yeah, I got that kind of time. <laughs> um, 
So, because uh, I used to, did you do, uh, do you remember P90X? Yes. And they had a yoga day on P90X. I never did it. Really? Ever. And actually, I when I started. They had a yoga day. Yeah, they had a yoga day. And I actually, after I um, started running, I tried to go find my disc. Because yeah. it was a disc for right. just yoga. And yeah. I, I, I couldn't find You're it. Like, but yeah. I'm good. For you, like, what do you do? So, of course, last year for the for the marathon, I had IT band issue to flare up. So, of course, when I was going to a doctor, going to a physical therapy, chiropractor, whatever, there's not really a treatment for IT band issues. So, the issues with IT is usually your glute and your quad and your hamstring basically tighten up and all the muscles kind of pull down to the side of your leg and it pulls in your knee area. So, that's basically what an IT band issue is. So say you have um, issues on in your the side of your left knee, that usually is an IT band issue, but the only thing that you can strengthen is the hamstring quad and your glute. So um, with that, when I used to go to them and they used to basically stretch me out and they would make sure that I'm doing, that I'm basically doing a lot of stretches and foam rolling in those areas. So a lot of quad, hamstring and glute stretching. So, of course, this time around, I'm trying to be very diligent about my recovery because last year I sucked at stretching. Like, Mm. I just wouldn't do it. So, I would just get out there and run and then be done. The only thing that I did do well was ice baths. Do you do ice baths? Hell no. I love ice baths. (laughs) I know it's crazy, but I love ice baths. I heard they work, but you know what? They do. I think I do it wrong. So, do you get in and then put the ice in? No, I put the ice in first. See, I can't do it. I tried that. I can't. I can't get my body to fall down in that ice. <laughs> to fall down in it. Because I, I tried everything. I tried to close my eyes. I tried really? it all. It didn't work. So, I, so I'm so i pretty diligent with ice baths. So, and that's usually, usually if I'm running 10 plus, like I probably do an ice bath. And that's when I know I'm hurting. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to do an ice bath. My clothes are still on. Socks still on. Tights or shorts are still on. Everything is still on. And I go to the store and give me two 20-pound bags. And I put the water on cold, and I pour that ice over in there, and I just get in. And I usually do about seven to ten minutes yeah. in there. Yeah. Um. And I turn the timer on on my phone, and usually I I preoccupy myself, so I get on my phone or I do something else so I can take my mind away from being in an ice bath. Yeah. So I do that. Um. I've been trying to do better with stretching, so I have some IT band stretches that I that I uh, perform with some mm-hmm. bands and things of that nature. And then I also use a TENS pad, um, which is basically a little probe that you can stick on the areas where your muscles are tight. And it basically vibrates to go to the nerves of the of Okay. Uh-huh. Um, so I have a little cheap one that I'm borrowing from one of my friends, and I've been putting that on the knee area. So that's been very helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, and the biggest thing that's also been helpful for me is I get deep tissue sports massages. So um, Do you get a dude or a lady that massages you? I have a lady. Okay. She so you would not, do you not let a dude massage you? I, I don't mind that. You don't care? No. Nah, yeah. Get in there. Okay. Long as you're not doing nothing inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had a, a professional massage in my life. You need to do that. Everybody says that, but I got to think awesome. about people touching me. I get it. I get yeah. it. I have some friends that are like that. They're yeah. like, I don't want you to touch yeah, me. But I love it. Like, yeah. I don't mind as long as you're not. Oh, I know it feels great because. I know I've done like pressure point massage on my calves. Yeah, it's ridiculously good. I've had my hands massaged before. Yeah, and it feels ridiculously good. So it I know does. it definitely it feels amazing. definitely feels amazing. Well, except for these these massages that I'm getting the sports uh-huh. massages, they don't feel good. <laughs> so it's not your zen getting on the table, falling asleep type massage. It's one of those massages that they are not cheap. She massages out every knot, every sore spot, every pain that I have. Like literally. 
anything that I have going on, she's she's feeling it. In spots that you didn't think were sensitive and sore. Yeah. Once she touched those and started rubbing on it, she's getting all in there. Really? Yes. And you, when you get up, you're... So when I get up, I'm feeling amazing. When I'm on the table, I'm deep breathing. <laughs> because she's literally, you know, massaging out those sore spots and those those areas that you didn't think were tight. Yeah. She's getting those. Um, so she's amazing. Amazing. Her name is Nikki. Uh, from her uh, website is Naughty Needs. Um, and she's in a perimeter area. If anybody is ever interested, um, you can look her up on Instagram and Facebook. In K N O T T I Needs K N E E. Um, EATS. So, about how much is a mas- uh, deep massage run? One ten. God, how often you go? I don't go that often. Okay. <laughs> I don't go as often as I should. I honestly would love to go like twice a month, but I yeah. don't go as often as I should. But the crazy thing about it is that she ran a special last week when uh-huh. I went, and it was fifty five dollars. I said, "Oh, girl, sign me up because <laughs> I'll take fifty five versus one ten all day." Yeah. So, What's, um, say her name again. Nikki and it's Naughty Needs. Naughty Needs. I'm yes. gonna check Groupon. Yes, I don't think she on Groupon. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure there's some people that do deep tissue sports massages on there. But it it's it's really worth it, and it mm-hmm. really massages out and it helps with you know all of that sore spots and stuff that you really you probably are not getting with a foam roller or with the yeah. foam stick. You're not getting as deep as they are. Gotcha. So it feels amazing. Well, right now, where I am on my training and, you know, how much running I'm doing back to back, I probably don't. It's not that big a deal. But mm-hmm. I know as when I get, get up there. Yeah. Miles, yeah. When you start hitting the big miles. Oh, yeah. With Hanson. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's definitely yeah. Uh, definitely about to, to get with it. But, you know, what's something that's interesting. So she just actually got certified to um, for fascial stretch therapy. Have you heard about that? No. So this basically is. It's intense stretching to make sure that they can, she can target different areas of your body to stretch you out. So, of course, when we stretch, we when we stretch ourselves, we do a little, we do a little stretch here and there. Yeah. But when someone else stretches you, you get a good stretch, right? Yeah. Like you feel a total difference when someone else stretches you. So basically, this is a a full stretch exercise. Really. Um, and pain free. It helps with mobility. It helps to. Um, just to separate those muscles that may be tight and bundled together. So it helps with that. Something that's interesting is that the massage beds, they actually have straps that's connected to them. So say you're laying on your back and you're doing like a a hamstring stretch. Most of the time when you're lifting up one leg, the other leg is kind of lifting off the ground because... Yeah. You know, but this yeah. when you're doing this, uh-huh. um, this exercise with them, they actually strap down certain parts of your body so you're not moving. Um, in certain areas, and it gives you a really good deep stretch. Say so, well, so. So pronounce it one more time. It's fascial, F A S C I A L stretch therapy. Okay, all right. Yes, so definitely look into it. I saw um, she's certified in it, and then Movement by Jordan, which is on Instagram, he also does it, and it's just it seems like it's just great, and you can see the differences between people and being able to be mobile and stretch around. So yeah. A couple different things that people can use for recovery because we need it. I don't Definitely. think we take care of our body well enough. During marathon season, you need everything you can get yeah. for recovery. And it's pricey, but, you know, we spend $100 eating out. I don't know where you eat. <laughs> I just told you. I'm on that I'm on that Mickey D's app. <laughs> I, I just you to get told you that. Mickey D's app. You did just tell me that. They got but dollar Big Mac. What? Of <laughs> Mickey D's app. <laughs> But yes, we spend a hundred dollars a week, maybe, with eating out, or you might go get some fancy shoes or an outfit. But we need to take care of our bodies so that we can perform appropriately. That's all, y'all, with careers. I got a job. What? I, I can't afford none of that. 
there's a difference. <laughs> anyway, y'all look into it. I think it's it's you know great options to to fuel your body. Exactly. Okay, so before we get any more into this, now we already deep in it. But anyway, real quick, I just want to do uh, shout out uh, the ATL relay. Yeah. Um, of I course, did that the last couple of years, it's an amazing event. It is an amazing event. I've never done well at it. It's um, it's not. A, it's <laughs> I was on a team one year. Okay. And then the other year, I just ran the ten k. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a loop course. Yeah. It's a, so if you run a ten k, it's a double loop. It's a basically a five k uh, loop. But anyway, it's the uh, uh, the ATL relay. So mm-hmm. it's it's put on by Run Social. Well, I guess she does consider that as part of Run Social yes. Atlanta. That's mm-hmm. Tess, um, who also is the race director for the yes. race. Of course. Mm-hmm. But this is coming up on, um, what did we say? The August 25th. 25th. Yep. So I was checking. It's on active.com. There's still available spaces. You have options. You can do a four-person four relay team for $140, two-person relay team for $70, 10K for $45, and a 20K for $55. Mm-hmm. That's a good deal for a 20K. It is. Um, you, you get a medal, of course. You get a shirt, of course. And you have a great time. It is a great environment. Like, you'll see a lot of different people's out there you'll see families you'll see i mean i know last year when i did it it was my friend brick was getting married so she was one of the runners. yeah so yeah like, i remember that she was the bride and we were the bride tribe so we had little shirts made and that's what's exciting about it too they do contests with the best outfits yeah. and costumes and things of that nature because it's relay so you have teams that are out there and team spirit and all that stuff so it's just a really good really really good time uh this year actually i don't know if anybody remembers from um, my other podcast, Shut Up Tommy, I am on a relay team, mm, the, Wakanda the Wakanda Olympic team, the Wakanda Olympic team. So we have three teams running. We have a co-ed team, we have uh, men's masters, and then we have a men's open team uh, oh. running. So we're going we gonna to be out there representing okay. for the Wakanda Olympic team. You have to let me know how it goes. I won't be able to make it this year, but it's going to be a great event as it oh, always yeah. is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, going to have a blast. We're going to have okay. a tent and some drinks. So, yeah. you know, always a good time. It is. And also, don't forget, guys, the big old group run is happening on august 8th wait a minute who puts that on that's well <laughs> that's Tess as well like you all know Tess runs this run community that is Tess as well um so the big old group run is where all of and it's not just groups but a lot of run run groups do come together represent their group individuals come out as well even if you're not connected to a run group it's a good time to come out mix mingle it was hundreds of people out there last year. It continues to grow. It looks like I think it started in 2014. Um, it is on August 8th. It, the takeoff is at 6.30. And you meet up at Pont City Market. Um, and the cost of it is $5. And that's because you get a bib with your name on it, as well as entered into a raffle ticket and a commemorative um, item from Big Old Group Run. So this is a great social event. Come together, meet some running groups if you may be interested in connecting with the running group. Run with some friends, and there's a three-mile or five-mile option. So, basically, hundreds of people that love to run coming in one place and taking off down the streets through Pond City Market area and coming on back and just and enjoying and having drinks and stuff. And we're sorry if you're from another city and we're yes. talking about all this Atlanta stuff. You need to come to ATL. Right. Because this is where it happened. It, we, the, it we the Mecca. We the Mecca. We run. Yes. We run in this city. Yeah. Now, Tommy, let me ask you this. If you were to run in another city, is there any other city that you think that you probably would really enjoy running and having a good time in? Actually, I thought D.C. because D.C. is a very active community. Is it because of District Running Club? Well, no. This is like years before okay. they were even invented okay. or they knew about them. But yeah. they, there's so many trails mm-hmm. in D.C. So I thought D.C., but 
if you're not running on the trail, like if you're running on one of their paths, mm-hmm. there, there's so many bikers. Yeah. You know how, okay, so Silver Comet, you have some bikers. Yes. Like triple that. Yeah. Wow. Like, and they co- and they coming. Okay. And they ain't playing. They're but like, I'd be, yeah. I'd be wanting to clothesline some of them bikers out there. Because they're just rude and they're not. Like, they just think that they rule the road. It's exactly. Like, no. Exactly. Look at that. We about to fight some bikers. Anyway, but yeah, I, I thought DC, but honestly, um, not really. Orlando, I would think also, because okay. it's, it's the city beautiful. Right. But there's not a whole lot of running trails okay. in Orlando. So, I, I don't know. Well, so, I you? don't know. Like, I didn't think about it as more so rain trails, but I love, like, New York, New York, um, their just running running company up there is amazing. I think they're the, the one of the largest running companies in the U.S., but they do an amazing job putting on races. I feel like they have a race every weekend, so they're not as big as um, Atlanta Track Club. I think Atlanta Track Club is second. Uh-huh. But New York. It's called what now? You're not talking about the New ones York that put New York Runners. Oh, they're bigger than Atlanta. Oh, yeah, that's what I said. Oh, They're okay, than okay. I said, I think Atlanta Track Club is, is second. Is second. Yeah. Um, yeah. But New York Road Runners, like, I feel like the way that they put on runs and races and trainings and things of that nature, it's, it's awesome. And I love their 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 main race director. He's he's awesome. Yes. Also, L.A. L.A., if you go okay. by, and like, if from from what you, from how you're putting it, like, mm-hmm. about the run groups and that kind of thing, yeah. L.A. has some great okay. run groups out there. Mm-hmm. So I, I would definitely, like, blacklist um and also there's another group called uh movement runners mm-hmm. so they have, and it's just so beautiful out there mm-hmm. the weather's always nice right. that kind of goes into it for me a right. lot it does. the weather and that sort of thing and of course in la like everybody's all built and stuff and trying to make sure they look look a certain way maybe miami too yeah yeah that too so yeah definitely speaking of races so this past weekend there was the Vermont 100, which is a hundred mile endurance run. Um, it was an ultra marathon that's usually held every year in July, and it's in um, Silver Mill Meadows in West Winston, Vermont. Now, when I saw it was someone from Black Roses, which is a um, a run group up in New York, that was running this race. It's pretty intense. And I know ultra marathoning is intense in its own, mm-hmm. but this race seemed like it was really intense. So it is one of the only races that you literally run alongside with horses. What? Horses. Why? Are you, okay. Why are you running with horses? <laughs> I don't know why, but this is something that's very specific for this race. So they actually posted a picture of a race that had a, a, a horse that had a number on the side of him, like kind of written on him. And I was just like, you actually run alongside of horses. So it is a, it is very off trail. So a lot of the race is on dirt roads and on single tracks. And you increase about a 17,000 increase in elevation. So the elevation is crazy. Um, and you also are running on 30, like 30 areas of like private, private landscape. So the race course is not published. So you're literally just running randomly, not randomly because there's a course, but you run it randomly in Vermont in areas that people probably have never been. Okay. Is somebody on the horses? No. So it's just free horses just I mean, running just around. Like, just like there's pastures of free horses here. What the heck? Okay. First <laughs> off, there are no pastures of free horses <laughs> in Atlanta. Are. Those horses belong to somebody. They might, be- they might belong to somebody, but belong to somebody, but they can run free on in their area. So these horses, these aren't wild horses. No, I guess that's what I'm trying horses. to say. Okay. Okay. <laughs> 
not wild horses. So they got numbers on them. They can't just have like wild horses. <laughs> Lord Jesus. So is that the draw? Is like, hey, come run with horses. I think it's between that and between the fact that it is the course is not an easy course. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, it's a lot of off road, dirt roads. The elevation is is pretty big. Um, and then the thing about it is, is that they're very concerned with how much body weight you lose in the process because of the time of day. So it starts at 12 a.m. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, the temperature of the race usually at the, not 12 a.m., 2 a.m. in the morning, they start. The, t- the temperature at the start of the race this year was 50 degrees and it got up to 78 degrees. So imagine you running those that many miles in that heat, which is pretty hot for us. Mm-hmm. Like in running, it's pretty hot. So the thing about it is, is that when you pick up your bib, they weigh in each person that enters into the race. Okay. And really? then they have weigh in spots that basically checks to see how much weight, body weight that you have lost. And so if you drop if you go above losing or below losing 7% body weight, they pull you off the course. Oh, wow. Because, of course, you don't want to lose too much because it's just it's a health hazard, right? Like, it's, yes. it's a health hazard. Mm-hmm. So what was interesting, when I was following this individual um, from Black Roses, they have different pit stops. And these people were actually getting meals of food. Like, they had pasta and, like, all this stuff to be able to keep their body weight up. Pretty intense. Um, that they have to fuel the way they need to to ensure that at these checkpoints they're not below a certain body fat. That's crazy. That yes. is wild. But I mean, Call yeah, Vermont one hundred. Well, I, I don't see me ever running a one hundred miler. I don't know. I'm barely now. If you get tired, can you get on the horse? That's see. Now that's a draw. <laughs> like I'm tired. Excuse me. <laughs> I need Uber. Yeah, horse Uber. Horse Uber. <laughs> horse Uber. <laughs> That's what I, I want to know. I doubt it, but I think it's. I think because of the the route is basically running alongside an area where there are a lot of horses. That's that have it. That's, that's that's kind of the scenery excitement of wow. it. But What's next? Maybe maybe like a triathlon where you swim along with dolphins. Yeah, something. That, like that would be cool. <laughs> now that would be cool. I, w- I would want to do that one. I love dolphins. They're not as like friendly, I hear, as people think that they are. Well, they're friendly if they're trained. Anything wild is That's going true. to try to kill you. <laughs> I don't think they're killing people, but they die nice. Let me tell you. <laughs> wild animals will kill you. I, I, hear you. I hear but you. but anyway. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that does sound interesting, but yeah, I I'm I'm probably not the ultra ultra runner. No, that's not my thing. I, I mean I give much respect and props to people that are ultra runners, but no. Now, I might get in that tri life at once some point. But. Now, if you do get in triathlons, don't yeah. do what this lady did. Do What's not do? do this. Okay, oh, so Lord. the marathon investigators strike again. Oh Lord, they always getting somebody. I'll All be right. out, out here. <laughs> they be watching. They be looking at the same time. People are watching y'all. So, um, the marathon investigation.com mm-hmm. found, and I'm not gonna say her full name, her, I'm gonna just call her Anita C. I'm okay. not gonna, I mean, even though you can go to her, I mean, their site and, and yeah. see her, It'll but pull it up right yeah, now. exactly. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give her out like that. But she ran the San Diego International Triathlon. Now, it's it's not a huge deal, it's not a huge deal that, um, she cheated because people cheat all the time, and I really could care less. If it you is cheat. a huge deal if you cheat to life together. I mean, who all you hurt is yourself. I That's mean, unless true. unless you actually you know you know take somebody's medal or something like that, I, yeah. I could really care less. Yeah. But anyway, so this she, lady, mm. she cut the bike short. The, by, by how much though? Okay, so the bike was supposed to be twenty eight k. She did nineteen k. So she cut it up short by about like six miles. Six miles on a bike. I mean, that's not a whole lot, really, to that's me. That's really not. That's not a whole lot. I don't know why she did. The thing that made this interesting, when I was looking at it, 
So if I cheated and I got away with it, mm-hmm. are you gonna go on Facebook and just no, be talking? You don't post nothing. You, don't post nothing. you, you take your medal and you go sit down somewhere. You go be quiet. Mm-hmm. She posting, giving testimonials. Even though they'll still find you even if you're not quiet. <laughs> it's exactly. people, really, people have a job to look for cheaters. <laughs> but I mean, how do you find this one person? Right. But they said what tipped them off was when she posted, mm-hmm. that's when they went and looked at her Strava. Right. And her Strava told the real story. Okay. So she posted and gave her testimonial. Mm-hmm. I was close to one of the leaders. I was doing so well. Because I guess she'd been out there before and tried to, to do it and hadn't finished or whatever. Okay, so she had a DNF in her past. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, but this is the thing. Once they, once they got at her, mm-hmm. then she tried to act like, Oh, y'all hurt my feelings. How y'all gonna do me like this? Uh, you probably disqualified for that race anyway. And I mean, she I mean, she was really like, you know, like when you were like six and yeah. you and like you the only one in the room. You hurt my feelings. <laughs> you the only one in the room. And you and you and your mama come down and she say, Who spilled this? <laughs> it, 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 it was exactly you, you were the only child. It wasn't me. <laughs> so the ghost <laughs> exactly. did it. The dog did it. The worst beating I ever got in my life is my mom asked me who spilled this water, and I said, Daddy. <laughs> Blame it on people. But the thing you. is, I think he did it because I did not do it. He's like, I did it. It wasn't a lie. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he did do it. But I swear to God, I ain't never try to pin nothing on that man again. I know, that's right. Just <laughs> but take all the blame. I, I did it, damn it, here. Yes. But anyway. Wow. So she so she fought it. Out. She fought it. She fought it. She posting. She crying. Snot. Just yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't cheat. Nah, y'all yeah. don't believe. And then finally, she just she she watched. She washed her Facebook. You know, took all her testimonial and then just stuck up the uh, the Strava link to her bike. Wow. So she basically just saying, yeah, I cheated. You yeah, got, y'all, basically. Y'all got but me. But you know what, Strava and Garmin will get you all caught up. Active time, like with a Garmin, when you're Garmin watch, you can pause your watch. Yeah, true. And do whatever, but Strava, if you have it connected, it will keep up with active time versus what you've actually done. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, if anybody try to call you out, like um, I saw your training run, but you rested for about thirty minutes. I haven't had nobody call me out because I don't have that stuff linked to where y'all can see it because that's none of your business. Even you though I run it, these I streets, care. you can see all mine. Uh, I'm gonna be I, like I just, laughing at you. I have some privacy stuff that I, I'm in things on mine that because I've had people to try to check me, not necessarily on how long I've been out, but like on pace and stuff. Um, yeah, and I just don't like that. Like that's extra pe- pressure that I don't need. So. Yeah. Well, actually, I've kind of gotten away from even posting because. Because mm-hmm. to me, it adds stress to an already stressful day. It does. On a Wednesday, when you got me running seven miles, right. I don't need I don't need that in my... Yeah. I don't need that. I don't okay. need the extra stress of trying to post something. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of have stopped posting. I, now I kind of keep it to long runs. Right. That's the only time I really That's kind of how I've been too. Lately, it's yeah. just been whatever my long run has been. I might do a little bit of whatever exercise. But other yeah. than that, I'm not posting my daily. You know, now when people post their daily workouts. I'm See? Like, <laughs> we now, know you worked out this morning but big props to people that do it because some for some people it motivates other people that are not working out or to, to get, get out yeah. get off the couch do whatever or to go work out because i know sometimes i see people posting i'm like all right I'll let, go me go, let me go let me go and get this run in exactly so I get it i might get annoyed sometimes when people post and they double mm-hmm. post and they post it in every group and ugh, all of that stuff but keep doing it because you're motivating somebody because people watch Yes, exactly. People, People are definitely watching. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. with all that running, yes, we always say, "Well, ain't nobody paying you to do that." Yep. Yes. So, um, I checked out a couple of apps. Okay. 
that claim that you can earn money just by doing what I you already do. I all that. And it's not about your pace. <laughs> Listen, I want to hear this. What's up, Tommy? All right. So one of the apps is called Achievement. And it's exactly how, you know, spelled how it sounds. It's called Achievement. Mm-hmm. And basically, you can hook what you're already using. So if you have a Garmin watch, you can hook your Garmin Connect to it. Mm-hmm. Strava, you can connect to it. Um, I think I got Map My Run okay. connected to it. Mm-hmm. Fitbit, all that. Okay. But you get points, not just for running, but they also have like other offers where you can earn points, like taking certain types of uh, surveys and that sort of thing. Okay. And you can earn points. And at 10,000 points, you get 20 bucks. I'll take that 20. Think I won't. When I did. Listen, come fill my gas tank up <laughs> with all these miles that I'm running. Thank you. Exactly. I recommend that you connect it to, if you have a Fitbit or if you do steps on your Garmin. Mm-hmm. I, I guess I found out that my Garmin is antiquated because not only India's <laughs> Garmin does steps, Heather's Garmin does steps. I have the 235. I, I don't, I got the 220. It was the first one. Okay. It was the first Garmin. So I'm, I'm going to keep it. I can't, I, I keep, I want a Phoenix, but I can't, <sighs> I can't do it. I haven't heard. I haven't heard too many amazing. I've heard some good things about the Phoenix, mm-hmm. but I've heard some not so good things as far as the tracking and stuff like. Oh, that. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, good because I'm not gonna buy it. It's expensive. Oh yeah, it's like a thousand, right? Well, no, you can get the Phoenix Five, I think, for like five something. Uh-huh. Yeah, but anyway, there's another one called um, Sweatcoin, okay. but on that one you can't hook up your other apps. Mm. It just you have to actually use their app to track. Okay. to earn anything okay. but achievement i definitely recommend it you guys check it out tell me how much money you earn i'm downloading as we speak right yeah now. <laughs> um because i told everyone about it i am expecting a five percent cut Bro, what? <laughs> it's five percent that's tax come on now you gotta pay somebody I'm you, serious, you are serious you are serious i'm gonna let you know how it goes because i'm definitely gonna try to connect to that yeah it's it's i'm i i haven't because, of course, you have to download your runs. And yeah. So, I don't download my runs every single time. So, I need to download and see where I am yeah. on it. That would be awesome. I want to check out and see how many points, like, per mile or per, per step. Because, I mean, if you marathon train, you might get to that pretty quickly. Well, um, um, Heather has it. And she uh-huh. said she's been paid a couple of times. Hmm. And she, But she's 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 got 10,000 steps every day kind of Yeah, me too. Gal, so, yeah. yeah 10,000 steps is easy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it is. All right. Walking up and down and in the house. And you can be earning money on that's your second job. Listen, without even like your hobby is your second job. I'm here for all of that. Because you know what? If I was fast, like Shawana and all these other people, listen, they be getting hotels paid for, they be getting hundred, two, five hundred. I just want to sponsor a shoe sponsor. That's all I don't care. Send me some free shoes. That's all I want. Because that that cuts down a lot. A whole whole lot. Cuss down on a lot. Cause I ain't, I I be cussing when I look at the bottom of my shoes sometimes. <laughs> Damn it! I just bite you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Maybe if I run lighter. Let right. Me see. <laughs> let, me change, let me change my gait and Exactly. <laughs> Do a little better. <laughs> now, um, I was checking out. Um, I was checking out Runner's World. Uh-huh. I always find an article in there. So they yeah, have an article: mm-hmm. the most popular running routes in the twenty biggest u.s metro areas mm. so of course they got new york in there and of course central park they got la in there um but of course you know what i was looking for ATL. the atl mm-hmm. um so, What's I, on there, Tommy? so for the atl of course they have the east side belt line right which is down by people exactly uh-huh. and then they also have um which i was expecting them to have the silver comet of course nope they have the chattahoochee 
in there. I and haven't been to the Shadow Hooch. Me neither. shoot the hooch. You ever shoot? shoot no, the I heard about shooting the hooch where you get drunk mm-hmm. on the inner tubes. Well, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be throwing me shade. That ain't shade. That's had, a good I thing. I had a drink, so I might not have been drunk. But yeah, you just float down the river on the tube. Yep, you're right. But go ahead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they had the Chattahoochee on there. And I was like, okay, yeah, y'all need to... Yeah, Chattahoochee River Trail, 3.2 miles. But that's the reason why we don't go. It's too short. Yes, why we need to go on the trail? For, well, well I'm not that, I'm, I'm I mean, not, not super common, but Beltline is not that long either. But you can make it longer. You can make it longer, and there's there's a lot of street areas, and then you can hit Piedmont Park to make it longer. Exactly. So you, you have other... You can, you know, it's a part of your run. Yes, that you can, but I'm not going to drive to... The Chattahoochee to do for three, three points exactly. Like, so how many times I got to run around this? <laughs> I hate loops anyway. <laughs> but see, actually, I interviewed and I, his name is Matt. Um, he he, I interviewed him and he runs the Chattahoochee a lot. Okay, but he's like a he's a superstar marathoner. So I'm guessing you there must there be must other be trails other things that you can do. Yeah, okay. and he he likes it because you know of course even the Kenyans say you should train on trails. You shouldn't train yeah, on the street. They so, say that. Yeah, but the endurance and stuff. I was looking at some of these other cities, too. And most of like, I haven't been to Boston. I haven't been to San Francisco. I looked at D.C. Mm-hmm. And because I was just trying to see how many of these um, routes I'd run. Miami, I don't know none of these routes. And I've run in Miami a couple of times. Because mm. they had the Brickle Key Loop. Okay. Which is a, a 1.9 miles. That's not a route. No, that's not. So, I, I'm a little upset with them. Mm-hmm. Philly's got a, a nice little route, 3.2. Sometimes, I don't know, um, runner's world... I don't want to say it's too beginner. Like, it's, 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 it's not, I can understand it's why. It's simplistic. And I understand why, because uh-huh. they got to sell magazines to the masses. Right. They can't sell it to just to the idiots like us that, you know, go out and run every freaking yeah. day. So I understand why they do it, but sometimes I'm like, y'all need to maybe a little mm-hmm. more for the, for the real, not real runner, but the serious, let me say the serious runner. Right, 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 right. You know, maybe a little bit more for the distance runner, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. But anyway. Yes, you know, I just was chuckling when you said Kenyon. So today I went and with one of my friends, we went to Kill Me Crazy. And we're, which is, uh, you can get like smoothies and made of kale? healthy stuff. Okay, come on. Not made of kale. Like you, <laughs> it's yeah, kale, kale Me Crazy, kale so me it's crazy. Kale, like, kale is sold there, Mr. McDonald's. Anyway. You want to put fries up to kale? Come on. <laughs> Don't 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 even go there. But anyway, go ahead. I'm so sorry. Go on. I, just, I had to chuckle because literally we walk up to Peachtree Street, and in the distance I see an African American male, and he has on the race tank top. And so I'm like, and I'm with my friend who is a non-runner, and I'm like, wait, I gotta see who this is because in my mind I'm like, I it's gotta, gotta be somebody, somebody you know. I yeah, know. it's gotta be somebody like, I know. Somebody I know. So as he gets closer, I'm like, yeah, I don't know this guy. And so I was like, all right, yeah, go the race. And he kind of looked at me and he was just like, he just nodded his head and kept it moving. And my, <laughs> and my friend goes, that's a Kenyan. I was like, oh yeah, he just kind of nodded. Yes. I had never seen him before, obviously, but he had on the race tank and I was like, yes, I'm here for all of this, but he didn't, he, he didn't, wasn't trying he to hear for it. Well, I mean, you know, not everybody like us. Yeah. We, we like all excited. Exactly. Some people like, okay, it's we a were race. Excited, down, but I yeah. always, you know, and I'm all, I mean, obviously I don't know every runner in Atlanta, yeah, but yeah. I was like, I see. Yeah, we know everybody. I know majority. Yeah, we know all y'all. Uh-huh. Facebook somebody. We know you. Exactly. I'm like, who is this yeah. man running down the street with the race? I was waiting on him Six degrees of separation. Listen, it's close. Yeah, yeah. Well, I told you when I was in Alabama and I had my race thing on, mm-hmm. um, a woman almost accosted me. Mm. <gasps> you know Tess! <gasps> 
So, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. If you live in Atlanta, you know Tess. I was hilarious. A friend of mine, he was like, hey, I just met this runner gal. I want to introduce you to her. Tess? Yes. Yeah, I know Tess. Not to downplay you, Tess, but we know (laughs) Yeah, we are. Yeah, I know her. Calm down. Yes. But anyway, well, it's nice to see, because actually you need that. You need people that aren't just in that, like us, like, oh, runner, runner, runner. Yeah, you need people that are, well, hey, I want to run this race. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and not make it my whole life. I'm but. excited. I have a couple friends that are non-runners mm-hmm. that are going to train up for the 5K. Really? So I'm excited about that. See, I already told my family, because there's a half marathon in Orlando. Okay. And I already told my family that I wanted them, because there's a 5K. Okay. I wanted them to run the 5K and I run the half marathon. Right. Now I'm kind of wishing I would have told them to come up here and run the race. Yes. Hmm. But is there, is there a 5K for the race? Or is it a 10K? It's, no, it's a 5K and a half. Okay, so there's a 5K. Yeah, okay. so it's not a 10K. Hmm. So it's either a 5K or a half. Yeah, I can't afford to put them all up in a hotel. Anyway, <laughs> so we'll we'll stick with... Uh, <laughs> there's some cops, cops on this floor. <laughs> you better do something. Okay, so... Yes. We got anything else? Listen, could you imagine running in a suit? No. Not at all. Like, no kind of suit. A bathing suit? <laughs> Like a work suit, like a suit that you will wear, like going to like an interview or something. You mean like a pinstripe, pinstripe? A suit, like a blazer and tie and shirt. No, I could not imagine. Listen, that. so do you remember? Was that two or three years ago? Um, the guy did it here. The guy was it Hotlanta? I think it was Hotland half. So there was one time that the guy mm. did it in the suit, and then yeah. there was another time the guy did it in the the shoes. Yeah, the dress shoes. Like dress shoes. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I remember when he passed us on the course. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> and then when he popped up on like the news yeah, or whatever, yeah. I was like, oh, he was trying to do a world record. Yeah. So Catherine, and I'm probably going to butcher her last name, Skettlebo, um from Massachusetts, um, won, did a Guinness world record this previous weekend of a half marathon wearing a business suit. She did it in 124.14, which is a 6.49 pace. Damn, in a business suit? Business suit. So her boyfriend actually is the CEO of a company that does business attire, comfortable business attire fabrics. So it's called, they call it professional performance. I'm sorry, performance professional. So it's a good, comfortable suit material. Mm-hmm. And she put that on. She had it on a whole suit with some new balances. What? And ran a half marathon. Half marathon, 649 pace. Now, the, the tricky <coughs> part about getting the Guinness Book of World, getting in the Guinness Book of World Records when you do that is that you can't alter anything about your outfit from start to finish. So if you start with your buttons with, with it buttoned up, if you start with the tie on, if you start with the, the arms of the suit rolled down, you have to finish that exact same way or you won't qualify for the record. Wow. So if a button pops open, if you get hot and sweaty, anything of that nature, you have to keep your outfit the same way or you won't qualify at all. We need to figure something out to, to get into that book. And she ran, she ran, it was 60, in the 60s when she ran that half marathon with 649 pace. So I know her behind was hot. I don't care how performance your suit is, you are hot. And she couldn't like pull the sleeves up or anything like that. Wow. Can you imagine that? I couldn't imagine because I'd be dripping sweat with a singlet and some shorts on. Yeah, no, I doubt that. I I couldn't do that. Yeah, we do need to figure out something. Because you know, London... Is London Marathon is known for that. Mm-hmm. That's because the, the Guinness people are out there, so you can decide to do anything, like right. run it in a costume, yeah. you know, whatever. Uh-huh. Um, 
But I just want to figure out how, like, do you have to call him? Like, hey, um, what you got for running that I, I can so. try? So they were saying that her boyfriend was running ahead of her. Obviously, he's a little bit faster than her. Which yeah. Which is fast to say, but he was a little bit fat, uh, ahead of her and was getting video and pictures and stuff to submit. So I'm assuming, I don't know if there was someone from the oh, okay. out there, but yeah. I guess you can do what you're supposed to do in this submit So he can them, document it say, document and, and say. Uh, that they can review it and then she can be put in. Perfect. Isn't that that is crazy. But congratulations. I know. Welcome to the Gannis book. Exactly. I guess that's a, some people have that on their bucket list. It's not mine, but it's kind of cool when I hear about it. So. Not at all. It is what it is. You think they're tired of hearing us ramble? We have some good stuff to say. Yeah, we always got good stuff to talk about. <laughs> but I told you about the emails. The emails people be sending, they be they, loving us. They be coming in. We don't actually get any emails. <laughs> Y'all are lames. <laughs> Nobody sends an email. Send an email, damn it. I get an inbox every now. I now, Tess inbox does inbox us. Yes. Bu- she'll send us a message. Tess does. That is true. Yes. Thank you, Tess. And people that, and, and there has been people that people that they want us to interview, which is great. So we will be reaching out to you yes. all if you are yes. listening. Yes. Um, of course, we do this podcast bi-weekly. Um, so we will reach out to you when we are ready to do interviews. We are totally open to that. There's no experience level or anything like that that we like to interview. But if you have some good knowledge a good story we're all here for it always but this week we wanted to just be us just us of course we can talk enough so <laughs> i hope y'all enjoy that oh, so india tell them how they can get in touch with you all right so you can find me on instagram at i underscore of underscore indigo with the e so that is e-n-d-i-g-o underscore runs so that's i of indigo indigo runs and then i also have a vlog page mile from india miles from india um and then on facebook you can find me at india cook with no e C-O-O-K. You gonna do another vlog? It's coming. Okay. It's coming. I just, you know, I've been in a kind of a rut. And since I've been doing this podcast, I've just been enjoying this train. You know, honestly, if I could have somebody to edit my vlogs, because that takes so much time for me. And I don't enjoy doing it. I don't enjoy doing the editing. Like, the recording and stuff is fun, but the editing is not fun for me. And that's kind of what halts me from continuing but it's it's coming it's, it's coming. coming i'm okay. trying to revamp because i know the, people are looking for it i know i know people I'm looking saying, for it. i know i'm wait I'm, I'm gonna it's gonna come and i'm trying to revamp my audience too to see who's who's really looking okay yeah. well i am tommy mitchell and you can get me on instagram at tmitch68 you forgot yeah <laughs> and i'm on facebook too but i'm not gonna take it's a waste of time i'm mm-hmm. not gonna look at facebook um, and then of course we have the Run Duo um, Instagram so you can DM us there um, my email address is thomaswmitchell2 I am the second I'm a junior at gmail.com I forgot my email um, milesfromindia at gmail.com you can, you can shoot me an email there as well so if you like the show please make sure you tell your friends about it if yes. you do not like the show tell your friends anyway <laughs>